Hey, what's going on? This is Headphone Joe, and you're listening to Who Does a Podcast, and I'm here with my co-host, as always. This is Kyle. Ding. I want to be in the room where it happens, the room where it happens, the room where it happens. You've kept me from the room where it happens for the last time. And this is a show where we review, rank, and dig into the history behind all the songs on the Hamilton soundtrack. This is episode 43. We are covering Your Obedient Servant. We all have a hat that has an A and a dot. (laughs) So Kyle. What's after that isn't always the same. We are joined by our producer who will be double duty producing and our guest for this song. Yumi, aka Rick, how's it going? It is going, fellas. How are you guys doing tonight? That is good. That's all you're going to say now because we're going to talk a lot later. He's been (laughs) basically our third or fourth guest for every week. Now it's official this week. He's been chomping at the bit. Chomping at the bit a while ago. Chomping, champing, I don't care. He picked this song a while ago and he's our moved up over sideways. He's doing he's in two chairs. Yeah. He's double C. Guest chair and the producer chair. (laughs) Exactly. Well, before he gets to Go on a long soliloquy, Kyle. Give us the a recap of this song. So this is Aaron Burr fed up, finally, after everything that him and Hamilton have disagreed on, gone back and forth on, and really fought over mostly in the second acts. He's done with it. He's like, you know what? After this egregious act at the <laughs> during the election during the uh, the delegates voting to pick Jefferson over me, uh, I think it's time we meet face-to-face. So I believe he doesn't quite come out with it, but this is a back-and-forth of letters between him and Hamilton in this song. Uh, basically, Burr accusing Hamilton, saying, well, if you want to accuse me, you better be more specific, because <laughs> we've had a lot of disagreements. And... Uh, Burr basically saying, all right, fine. We're we're having a duel. Pistols at dawn. Hamilton agrees. And the wheels are turning towards the end of this play. The wheels are turning towards the end of this play. And the wheels are turning. And the man who chose this song to be his next guest feature. Rick, give us your thoughts on this song. and Why you chose this to be the song that you wanted to come back and talk, even though you talk every song since before prior (laughs) (laughs) yes that is true but i i disagree with kyle slightly this was more of a discussion between gentlemen one Mm. guy was trying to be uh (laughs) very polite in the words that he used it's not how i read it That's not how you interpreted the song? It's not how it came across to me. That Unless was the polite um, person is Hamilton. What do they call it? Not a It was a facade. They were being polite in letters, I think, as like a little a little cheeky way. Like we're trying to be formal in these letters, but what no. we're really getting at is we're going to duel. Did you hear like how that. sultry Aaron's bird voice was when he started his first line? His first line in the letter or of the song? Yeah, I was about to say, because the first no, line of the song the opening, is... The opening is very aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going... We're bypassing the opening. The opening he was aggressive. Was aggressive. <laughs> yeah, he's mad. He's, he's not happy. <laughs> he was just slightly upset. You, you don't say somebody's name, dear hey. Alexander, when you're happy with them. That's not how you yeah. convey That's happiness. Not a- you don't call him a whore son if if you're a big <laughs> fan a big no, fan of them. That's that's when he was angry, but then he he got himself reserved and said, "Dear Alexander." He even said he was quick to anger, but he told the line. He even said it like, "You know what? I'm not going to be." He said he's slow to slow to anger. Yeah, so he wasn't angry. See how slow it was. Did you listen to the song like seven times today? <laughs> seven times today. I feel like he's being a lawyer, just pleading his uh, defendant's case here. This is not your general he thoughts, ends, though. What, he happening? ends the he ends the letter saying, "Name a time, a place, face to face." That's at the end. Where no, that's the first letter. <laughs> that's the first letter. 
No, that's not the first first letter. It's the first first letter. letter. (laughs) First letter of the song. But what are your general thoughts? (laughs) My thoughts are this song is amazing. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Overall, I mean, there was probably one or two songs I would have done over this one, but that would have been part of the first act, and we were trying to do first act, second act. Mm. And um, this is. This is one of the better songs of the second act to myself personally, um, because it has everything that you want in a song or a mm. movie. I should say it has drama. Film. It has emotion. Yes. That's why this was a film. If you watch the production, it, 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 <laughs> it is from start to finish. This song sets up the last, I'll say the last two real songs. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, it's a very nice appetizer for the ending of the, of the play movie, the play movie. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. Well, Joe, I feel you're holding back. I, we, I, I'm dying to hear <laughs> not really holding back. Um, I enjoy the song. Uh, I like, uh, uh, counter to my, uh, our producer, I actually like the hostility that Burr is coming with because we've seen him get pushed over, pushed around, pushed aside, thought past, and just pushed mm-hmm. to the back so many times throughout the play. And he just takes it in stride, you know, because he's going to wait for it and everything. And enough yeah. is enough. This is the last straw. This is the straw that broke the camel's back. And he is fed up and he's had it up to here. My hand is above my box and zoom people for those that can't see. <laughs> I can't even see it. <laughs> Cannot see it on the zoom. Um, it is over the zoom. He's had it up to here and he he's, there's only one way to settle this. Um, especially if you're not going to own up to what you're saying, you got to see mm. me, man. You're going to have to see me in these streets. It's very, it's very, uh, <laughs> he's this river. we don't run into each other, man. <laughs> he he was just trying to continue the conversation face to face. It that, wasn't. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm enough of you. Enough of you, sir. It's, it's just a discussion. <laughs> I say it all the, the most, time. Most guest hostility. <laughs> no longer a discussion. This is this is some fisticuffs about to occur. But Kyle, it seems like you're holding back. What do you have to um, say? No, I think I just. I think it is very clear that Burr is trying to get something going between them, um, not just a conversation. Uh, so yeah, like I was saying, this is, or like Joe said, really, this is the last straw. This is that final, that final thing where Burr can't wait for it anymore. He's been waiting for it. Wait for it. The whole play. He thought the election was it to make his move. And then he got thwarted again by his old pal and his new enemy, uh, Alexander Hamilton. So I thought another reason you picked this, Rick, was because the first song you guessed it on was Dear Theodosia which is Burr and Hamilton writing letters <laughs> side by side. Now they're, now they're not writing to each other. They're writing to their future kids. But I thought this was an interesting companion to that where it is them side by side on stage again, writing letters, but now it's to each other because they're so fed up at this point. Uh, so I thought that was an interesting one to come back as a guest on is this little, this little companion piece. And also I think by this time, both of their kids had died. I think so. I can't remember if Philip died. Lost Did, at this point. I believe she is already lost at She's this point. Interesting. Mm, interesting. I will. But we don't know that for a fact because in the play, there's no timetable as to when this is occurring. We assume no, it happens. she died in 18, 18 13. Okay, so, so this is after. after. Okay. This is prior to her death. She's about to be and dead. I'm making sure, yes, this is the daughter, not the wife. Okay. So, good job. Um, but another thing I wanted to say was uh, this is the payoff for the prior song in the fact that when we see Bird, the, what I referred to last week is him being a sleazeball politician and being very mm. smiley, cheeky, da-da-da-da-da. As soon as Hamilton says that he's not going with him, his face changed, his demeanor changed. And when this song starts, 
it's not even though he's saying what he has said in many intros it does not come off the same way it sounds very very personal at this point yeah it is full of vitriol it is full of like he's using them as insults like straight up now he's like before they weren't really insults they were more like curiosities it's like how before when he would do it, he's like, "How does this happen?" But now he's like, "This happened. I'm mad. How is this? How has this happened to me?" Is, it's is where he's his how soul he's happened at yeah. this point. <laughs> this is more, yeah. It's more. How did this happen to me? Is how it's coming off. So uh, he's disgusted this at this point, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Disgusted. And speaking of and things not we discussing. should discuss, let's discuss these <laughs> rankings. <laughs> How do we measure? Where do we stand? At number one, two, three, four, five, six. Number seven, does this bother you? So in 30th place. So what do you want to see the most? I had the great setup, but I wasn't prepared to hit the button. Mm, you gotta <laughs> be prepared. Oh, and I'll, I'll set it back up. So thinking about discuss. That's we have 32. Oh, okay. Whoa. And four. Whoa. <laughs> and? Oh, no. Mine will be revealed in my oh, ranking. <laughs> no, this is the ranking reveal. You're the guest. Oh, but then I got a very clever. I'll still read it. Just. All right. Your fine. You left a comment. He did. I left oh a comment. God. I got so mad when I saw that. I was like, really? You're the guest. <laughs> Why are you leaving a comment? <laughs> we need to know your. We need to know your rank now. Dedication to the bit. The comment is great. So my, I rank this one number ten. Number okay. ten. Okay. Top ten for you. I'll read the, we'll, read, we'll read the comment later. As customary, the low man goes first. Uh huh. It seems more often than not these days. <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> act two, baby. Uh, yeah, I went thirty-two. I'll say it right now. It's too low. Thank you. Um, I don't know if it's making top 20, which it has Ooh. for both of you. It's made top 10 for both of you. Top five but, for um, me. Top number four. I was, I was very surprised. <laughs> I thought like it was four for Rick and I was like, hang on. <laughs> it's definitely not three for Joe. But um, no, I don't know. I mean, I, I liked it more now, which means I will have it higher, but I don't know if it like blows me away. It's it's a fun back and forth. I always like Hamilton and Burr together as we've heard in the past. Um, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I will say it was, it was hard to pick a line, which is always a a sign for a good song. Mm. Um, There was a lot in here. I'm happy you guys didn't pick my line. I was very, yeah, there was a lot to pick from. I was, I was, I was back and forth on a lot of them. Um, But yeah, good writing, obviously good performances. These two have great chemistry. Even though they're not directly speaking to each other, it's it's they almost are. They're it's a back and forth, a tete a tete. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's. I don't think it it something's missing for me. It's mm. not quite not quite majorly up there. All right. Well, uh, Rick, I believe let's you were. See telling. what yes. was not missing for one Rick. Well, for me. Um, this one will probably go up since Hurricane is too drastically high. <laughs> Every time I look at my ranking, I'm like, what was I thinking? It'll, ben- it'll benefit from Hurricane. Um, but in all honesty, I think I like this song because we finally got Burr's true thoughts on Hamilton, in a sense, mm-hmm. where in all the other songs he he's you kind of kind of guess you know maybe he dislikes him to an extent but in this one you finally got that disgust of you know what you overshadowed me one too many times it's like this is probably how he felt when he went to George Washington and right hand man and George Washington right. was like close the door on your way out and he's like what yeah um and i do love the for some reason another song i have ranked too low the ode to the room where it happens. Mm, you left the ode? Me, yeah, you left me out the room. Oh, yeah, that little hole. You're saying the ode in this one. Yeah. Right? Yes. I was like, ah, oh, yeah. yeah. So this had a, 
This song is just great. Top 10 for sure for some of us. He says, you you kept me from the rumor. Yes, it you kept me from it. Yeah. You had for the last time. For the last time. And it's like, oh. Yeah, that's a, that is a great turn. That's a great turn of phrase there. Yes, yeah, it I was. Like um, I like it a lot. I have this top four. What can I say? Leslie Odom <laughs> kills it. Um, the Okay, so one of the things that I enjoy about anything I'm watching, listening to, is when the emotion they are trying to convey becomes palpable. And like I said, mm. right before we got to the rankings, you can feel the palpable hatred that Aaron Bird now has for Hamilton. The contempt in his voice. Yes. If you're contempt. watching it, you can see the, the like we said, the disgust and just the dumbfounded <laughs> nature in his face. He is like, how in the world did this rinky dink island dwelling immigrant make it all the way to affect my life in this large scale capacity he is so and oh, just over and over again it's that build he's up, so that build furious up, and hamilton and being the cheeky smug uh person is just like oh well what what do you want to know that i disagree with you on huh what of the a thousand things over the past 30 years <laughs> 30 you, years what is what specifically are you referring to are you referring to this are you referring to this so just this is it is uh, both their masks taken off and now they're at the pure essence of who they've been burr has always been trying to uh wait by this time wait poke and prod try to figure out where he can fit in where he get in fit in where he get in and Hamilton has always been, you know, seemingly thinking that he's in control of all the chess pieces. So now Burr has taken away this wait for mentality. and He's like, nah, this is how it is. Like, We, we have to settle this immediately. Like, th I can't stand for this anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think this song is just it just it has an emotional impact and resonance that just sticks with me. And it is it's just awesome. And beautiful. And like you said, if you go back to the song last week where he went after what he wanted and it was Hamilton who slammed the door in his face yeah. Um, after he took his advice of, you know what, go for it. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. If he if he's taking that that Hamilton advice and actually following through and then you're the one that's Hamilton's gonna knock one me that down. It, like, it's like, yeah, it's like after all this time, you tell me to stand for something and then here we go. Yeah. So no, I get it. It's just yeah, I get it. I, I don't saying, know. You know. I mean, I'm, I'm way too low. I know I'm way too way low. Too low. But uh, well, I don't know. If it, I don't know if it cracks top twenty. Apparently, you're not way too low. But no, the song is. It really, it really sets in motion. Um, like Rick was saying, it sets in motion. Uh, what the events that are about to happen. It really. Everything gets mm. revved up basically at the end of the election of 1800. And this is the accelerant that just takes it to another level. So, yeah. Hey, good talk. Uh, Kyle needs is. to bump up his ranking, obviously. Uh, we'll find out. And I'm correct. So there's a couple of <laughs> things that aren't factually accurate in this song. And we will discuss them now. Knowing his story. History also shows his the nugget. They're on their way. All right. Well, I believe I'm up first mm. with my historical nugget. So, and it is entitled I Can't Apologize Because It's True. So, what the play leads us to believe that the events that took place occurred. After the election of 1800, that is not true, folks. And I will explain that here. Hamilton's animosity towards Burr was served, was severe and well-documented in personal letters to his friend and compatriot, James McHenry. Nothing has given me so much chagrin as the intelligence that the federal party were thinking seriously of supporting Mr. Burr for president. I should consider the execution of the plan as devoting the country and singing their own death work. Mr. Burr will probably make stipulations, but he will laugh in his sleeve while he makes them and will break them the first moment it may serve his purpose. 
After that, tensions rose with Hamilton's journalistic defamation of Burr's character during the 1804 New York gubernatorial Damn it, I said it right in pre-production. Gubernatorial race. Gubernatorial race. In which Burr was a candidate. Gubernatorial. Gubernatorial. Word of the week. Um... But you're not a gubernator. It's very stupid. Uh, it became clear <laughs> it is, it makes that sense. Jefferson would drop Burr from his ticket <laughs> in the 1804 election. So the vice president ran for the governorship of New York instead. Hamilton campaigned vigorously against Burr, who was running as an independent. And he lost the election to a little known Morgan Lewis in what was the most significant margin of loss in New York's history up to that time. Burr blamed his loss on a personal smear campaign believed to have been orchestrated by his party rivals. In April, the Albany Register published a letter from Dr. Charles D. Cooper to Philip Schuyler, Hamilton's father, which relayed Hamilton's judgment that Burr was a dangerous man. Father-in-law, thank you. uh, That Burr was a dangerous man and one who ought not to be trusted with the reins of of government and claimed to know of a still more despicable opinion which General Hamilton has expressed of Mr. Burr. In June, Burr sent a letter to Hamilton seeking an affirmation or a disavowal of Cooper's characterization of Hamilton's remarks. Hamilton replied that Burr should give more specifics of Hamilton's remark, not Cooper's. That's a ode to the is an item list of 30 years of disagreement. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> uh, Burr's demanding that Hamilton recant or deny any statement disparaging Burr's honor over the past 15 years. Hamilton having already been disgraced by the Mariah Reynolds uh, adultery scandal and mindful of his reputation and honor chose not to. Now, I believe we have a couple. Uh, you got to be kidding me. I believe we have a couple of uh, <laughs> letters to be read. I'm sorry, the moms yes. just gave up the lead so fast. They gave up a lot. <laughs> so fast. <laughs> I'm watching it now. So fast. <laughs> this is cheers from Who Does a Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my historical nugget is titled A. Burr, A. Ham. Um, and the first letter I'm going to read is basically the letter that um, Burr wrote to Hamilton on June 18th, 1804. Um, Burr wrote, sir, I sent for you, I sent for your perusal, a letter signed by Charles D. Cooper, which thought apparent published some time ago, but has, but has, but very recently come to my knowledge. Mr. Van Ness, who does me the favor to deliver this will point out to you that clause of the letter to which I particularly request your attention. You must perceive, sir, the necessity of a prompt and unqualified acknowledgement or denial of the use of any expressions which could warrant the assertion of Dr. Cooper. Or, And then he ends it by saying, I have the honor to be your obedient servant. A dot burr. So that's that line actually comes directly from the letters. And as Joe mentioned, what he's trying to get the information for is the statement about still more despicable opinion, that despicableness <laughs> that Alexander might have said at the dinner party um, that occurred. Uh, so then Alexander wrote back two days later. And I'm not going to read all of it because he wrote back about seven paragraphs. <laughs> Him? Hamilton? Um, so you I don't, don't say. You don't say. So on June 20th, Hamilton wrote back, Sir, I have maturely reflected on the subject of your letter of the 18th, assistant and more. And the more I have reflected, the more I've become convinced that I could not without manifest improperly impropriety impropriety make a make the avow or disavow which you seem to think necessary he goes on to say later between gentlemen 
Despicable and still more despicable are not worth the pains of a distinction, <laughs> which I thought was a very smug comment. <laughs> when, Again, when, from Hamilton. From Hamilton. When therefore you do not interrogate me as to the opinion which I specifically ascribe to me, I must conclude that your view, that you view it as within the limits to which the, I can't pronounce that word, of political opponents upon each other may justifiably extend. Um, he then goes on to say that he stands ready to avow or disavow promptly and, and explicitly any precise or defined opinion which I may be charged. As Joe said, he's basically saying, if you tell me what you would like me to avow or disavow, I'll tell you. But until you tell me that, I'm not telling you anything. And he ends it by saying the publication of Dr. Cooper was never seen by me until after the receipt of your letter. And he also ends it with, sir, I have the honor to be your obedient servant, A. Hamilton. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> there was no way Hamilton was going to give Burr what he wants. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> As he he ever, would never admit guilt. He will he, never admit he, guilt. Yeah, it, it was hilarious when I saw the letters. And there are five letters in total. Um, Burr wrote two. Hamilton wrote three. Hmm. I'm How sorry. Burr wrote upper? two. Hamilton wrote T. And Ness wrote one. I guess he was trying to Mediate. bring some peace to this, but it did not yeah, work. Yeah, this Van Ness guy was kind of a go-between. Yeah, it, that go-between did not work. Um <laughs> But no, I thought Hamilton was so damn smug. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, only I was like, this is great, which is it? why the song is great. Oh, no, this is why the song is great. <laughs> All right. It's good. It's good. Dial, I believe you have uh, something about All a right. person, place, or a thing. It is a thing and a place because Ooh. I have titled mine Weehawken Dawn. So most of this came from Wikipedia and an article I found on teachinghistory.org. So the township of Weehawken, New Jersey's written history began in 1609 when Henry Hudson, on his third voyage to the New World, sailed down what was later named the North River on the Half Moon, I think that's the name of his ship, and weighed anchor in Weehawken Cove. At the time, it was the territory of the Hackensack and Tappan of the Turtle Clan, or Unami, a branch of the Lenny Lenape. They were displaced by immigrants to the province of New Netherland who had begun to settle the west bank of the Hudson at Pavonia in 1630. Weehawken was formed as a township by an act of the New Jersey legislature on March 15, 1859 from portions of Hoboken and North Bergen. So Weehawken is situated on the western shore of the Hudson River along the southern end of the New Jersey Palisades across from the midtown Manhattan, making it a convenient spot for people of New York to conduct duels. The dueling grounds across from Manhattan were a narrow spot just below the Palisades, which are high cliffs along the shore of the Hudson. It was a secluded, grassy ledge only about six feet wide and 30 feet long above the river, with no footpath or road leading to it. Cedar trees growing on the ledge partially obscured it from across the river. So it's a nice little tucked away secretive dueling spot. It was a place where duelists from New York City could go to settle their affairs in secret as dueling per se was not illegal in New Jersey, but it wasn't really legal either. Duels took place at the Weehawken spot from about 1799 to 1837 when the last determined pair of duelists were interrupted in their preparations by a police constable who put them in jail to await the action of the grand jury. The participants in a duel, including the principals and their seconds, also typically arrange things in an order to make it difficult to convict them. For example, they ensured that none of the participants actually saw the guns as they were being transported to the dueling ground. They kept silent about their purpose, and they had the seconds turn their backs while the shots were exchanged. A lot of this sounds familiar. This would allow them to later deny having heard or seen specific things decreasing the chance that they might be held as accessories to a crime. So, of course, we heard that this spot is also, well, maybe we hear it in two weeks, but this is also the spot where Philip Hamilton had his duel. So, yeah, I think just location, seclusion, 
uh, just a convenient dueling ground there in Weehawken, New Jersey. And we will hear about that in two weeks for sure. And it might come up again. (laughs) In two weeks? Why do we keep saying two weeks? Because the the next song is very short. That you keep forgetting is the song, probably. I think he's being cheeky. (laughs) Being cheeky. (laughs) I really thought it was next week. I forgot it was. There's a song in between it. (laughs) I was like, why can't it in two weeks? (laughs) He just challenged him. He accepted the challenge. He accepted the challenge. We go over to the challenge. Got it. Here we go. Well, well, I have no no segue. Uh, your favorite line. My favorite line. How do you pick one, right? And I think one of the sort of lines that resonates most with me is. I had nothing. My brain went empty. Sometimes was... you just gotta. Admit. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta admit defeat. I was trying to figure out how to do it. But yeah, no, me forgetting about next week's song really derailed my thought process. Um, <laughs> so. Rick, your song is up. Your song. Your line is up first. Do you want to set it up in any way? Uh, yes, I'll first set up by saying if you want to read those letters, please go back. The website would be hamiltonbird.org if you want to read those oh, letters oh, yourself. Um, now, to set it up, there is no setup. This is the line of the song. Press play. Dear Alexander, I am slow to anger, but I the line as I reckon with the effects of your life on mine see, see how sultry and beautiful that was he it's, wasn't trying to be still angry threatening it's very threatening it is very <laughs> passive aggressive he's a Broadway performer he's gonna sing well I will agree with you that is passive aggressive yes and since that I can't sure. choose a line from the opening because it's more or less a anger-filled monologue of sorts. <laughs> I had to pick a line. Um, and I think that line itself just sets up the whole song. Um, so yeah, that that is my yeah. favorite. Right. He's coming out of the gates hot. Coming like, out this, of the is, gates this is where I'm at. How you reckon with the yep. effects of your life on mine. That's the part that really resonates with me every time. Kyle. I love that. Yeah. Yep, here's a line uh, from the other guy. Even if I said what you think I said, you would need to cite a more specific grievance. Here's an itemized list of 30 years of disagreements. Sweet Jesus. Hey, I have not. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the rare little comedic parts of this song. Yeah. Uh, I always love that. Uh, it gets a good laugh. The sweet Jesus. Um, but yeah, it's, it's again, it's Hamilton's suckness. It's like, if you're going to accuse me of something, you've got to be more specific because yep. we've had a lot of these spats before. So, yeah, and I like that. That was in a lot of the actual letters, too. And I thought uh, about just picking sweet Jesus for my line. Cause the, just the way he says railroaded it. You. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk well, I mean, that might be the true other people's lines. But, yeah, I would have railroaded you. Uh, <laughs> That might have been the true real line, but I think that the setup is needed. The setup yes. Is needed. Um, fun fact. Did you hear like what was the, uh, even though Hamilton did say that, did you, did you read what Lynn said? Like the um, inspiration for that line was not the sweet Jesus, but his itemized um, list of 30 years of disagreements. No. Leslie Nope yes. of Parks and Rec. Oh, that's right. Yes. His itemized list is 30 years of disagreement. Sweet Jesus. He said that is something that Leslie Nope, who was played by Amy Poehler on Parks and Rec, would say. And he just wanted to give a shout out to that character. Yep, that's her talking to Ron Swanson. My line is, you know, it's funny because I think it was, what, two weeks ago when we did the rewatch, Yumio brought up an idea for the final recap episode where we do it with everybody to pick your favorite line of the entire play. We're not going to do that per se, but (laughs) this is probably tops for me. That's how I'll set this up. Like number one. It's up there. It is when he said it, (laughs) this is the first line that came to mind for me. And this is it. 
careful how you proceed, good man. Intemperate indeed, good man. Answer for the accusations I lay at your feet or prepare to bleed, good man. Burr, your grievance is legit. Burr it's very good. has now had enough. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> he is tired. Of, cover your ears, kids. He is tired of dealing with Hamilton shit. <laughs> I'm not here for the funny games, the runarounds. Prepared to die. Be prepared to die, or keep my name out of your mouth. It is so, and the way the beat changes at that point because it's it's kind of that light, funny dun, 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 the whole yeah, time, like the, and the then that, yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the the bass kicks in. Oh man, it it hits me every time. I'm like, oh oh, oh you don't want to mess with this guy. You yeah, he's tired of dance around it. He's tired of the he's tired of the 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 letters back and forth. He's like, all right. He was like, you're not. This giving- is what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> he was like, I don't Be understand. Be prepared to bleed. I don't think you understand what I'm trying to say, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be very clear. Let me be very Yeah, clear. like I said, a lot a lot of good lines in this. It was very difficult to pick. Um, yes. Top 10. I'm so happy you guys didn't pick mine. Of lines. Yeah. Um, but of <laughs> lines versus, folks. Kyle, I'll mm-hmm. go start with you. What is your favorite verse of this song? Oi, I think it is that first Burr letter. Okay. Um, where Yumio had his lines. Um, because it does set it up so well of you're realizing this is correspondence. Um, he's again taking off the mask, as Joe said, like he's he's finally he's finally had it and he's he's addressing Hamilton directly, which barely ever happens for Burr. And um that just sets up the whole song really well. All right, Rick. I will choose the same exact line. I'm sorry, same exact verse. Um, double, double. But I would give a shout out to the bullet as she happily delivers yes. <laughs> Hamilton's letter Absolutely. to her. I don't think that was the bullet. I think it's a few different company members yeah, that kind of dance their way. Oh, the one that no, does I mean, the I, last I'm one just, where they flip it, that's not the bullet. No, I'm just I just saw her, so I was just giving her a shout out. Okay. So, I think he just wants to shout her out. Okay. Exactly. Sounds about yeah. fine. So I'm gonna go to my but verse I do love now. those dances. Oh. <laughs> I do love those dances they do between them. It's yes. very fun. And the one where she does the she places like it, ballet, swipes almost. it, and then places it. That's a very funny <laughs> moment as well. Yes. Um yes, my favorite verse is where my line is. Uh that whole portion, Hamilton saying, I stand by what I said, every bit of it. You stand for only what you, ah, you stand only for yourself is what you do. I can't apologize because it's true. Then stand, Alexander. <laughs> Gauntlet is laid strong. down. We hawking, Don. Guns drawn. <laughs> We're about to escalate things. It's it. <laughs> it gets intense. That's my, yeah, yeah. Getting it. That's, that's my spot right there. That is my spot. Hmm. All right, favorite characters. If anybody says the bullet, (laughs) Rick, go for it. I thought about it, Um, (laughs) but as much as I would love to pick Hamilton, I have to pick Burr. Um, Burr to me, he drives the song. Um, you did call him sultry like 10 times so if you didn't pick burr i was going to be i was going to question I mean, your, your comments you completely defended him. i was gonna pick the paper but i didn't know which piece of paper to no, pick so. <laughs> going with a desk <laughs> hamilton's desk going with the quill the quill that they wrote it on wrote it with quill puts in a lot of work your favorite character is Despite what my hat says, I'm going with a dot ham. Wow. I think he has the more fun lines. I think he has the more fun lines. I just, just the way he's dancing around it, the way he's just, like you said, the masks are off and he's just full blown smug. He's full blown. Like, come at me, man. If this is what you want, <laughs> if this is what you think. Let's go. All right. Well, I will also go against my hat. And I'm going Aaron Burr. Uh, like mm-hmm. I said, when I was discussing my ranking, yes, his his emotions are so strong. They bleed through the visuals. They bleed through the soundtrack. You understand this person's anger and rage. And it's just so on full display. And it, it, it wraps me up. It makes the ending that much more 
the ending stages that much more greater. Uh, Yumio, for sure. Do you think this works outside the play? Yeah. For me, yes. Um, For anyone who's never seen the play, they will understand the emotions of it, but I don't think they'll actually grasp the concept of it. So overall, I will say a very soft yay. (laughs) All right. Kyle. Uh, this is a straight up nay, I think. Wow. Um, <laughs> Kyle, full surprise. So having not heard the play before, well, having not heard the play before, there's no context for this. This makes no sense. This, this does not work outside the play on its own. Being familiar with the play. Um, yeah, I, I could probably listen to this on its own. It has enough wordplay. It has enough fun parts. Uh, back and forth is great. So maybe I'll go. I'll go soft nay. I think solid nay was a little bit. <laughs> he softened the stance. I'm backtracking a lot today. Uh, <laughs> I'm backtracking too much today. Uh, stand firm. Uh, like on, stand for what you do. On trial, we got two um, two people here. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is also a soft nay. A soft yay. Sorry, Ooh. soft yay. Oh. sorry 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 a soft yay is what i meant to say um i can play this back and i think people uh who are not familiar with the play will be able to grasp some things because of the way he comes out the box is just so i don't like you (laughs) and people will be like wait a second what, Mm -hmm. what is going on they'll be interested um and try to see how this plays out and how we got here i think it will i think it could be the match that lights a fire uh in some people's uh imagination for what the play can be and what the play is so yeah all right and i guess i'll say there i like the since I get to make comments now, um, I, <laughs> I like the, uh, I guess the difference in the cadences where mm-hmm. Burr is very serious when he speaks or when he sings and Hamilton is almost playful, almost like yeah. the kid who's one kid is ready to fight and the other one is like poking fun of the kid who wants to fight. Right. <laughs> exactly. So that's yeah, why no, when definitely. my line comes on, it's that tonal <laughs> shift and it's like, this is not a game, man. Yeah. <laughs> So, the yeah. whole music and everything. Yeah, it becomes way more haunting yep. and menacing. But all right. Now it's time for the game that is setting the world on fire. By Sweeping. the way, we're foregoing the producer notes because the producer was talking all episode. Running out of time. I said, live my life a quarter mile at a time. We are the time haters. If you want, I can recap everything. Nope. Just nope. This. <laughs> nope. That's <laughs> right. I guess we are running out of time for Chiming this song. <laughs> the 43rd song of the play where Joe currently no longer holds the lead because it is a mm. tie across the board mm. at 16, 16, and 10 ties. Your, Set up what we're doing here. Your, this is the game where we rank the songs <laughs> from longest to shortest. <laughs> and we try to guess. And we try to get, and they try to guess. The we fellas try to guess, try to guess which, where Damn it boys. lies. Right. So this song is two minutes and 30 seconds. Two, two, three. Hmm. Man, two it's like the 30. number that comes out is never what I think it's going to be. All right. Well, I was driving... A number materialized in my head, and then I bounced around like four numbers. But not while you woke up. Not when I woke up. Didn't think about when I woke up. I have a reveal for that tomorrow on a new law. Man, Um, I feel weird doing this. But I. All right, I sent it. Whoa, what just happened? My computer just. What's going on here? Uh oh. Can you guys hear me? I can hear you. We can hear you. Okay. Well, I can't see anything can on my you hear screen. Us? I can hear you. I just can't see my screen. Yep, oh, then I'm back. Hmm. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Keep it in. Keep it in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have a number and I have now sent it. Okay. What does this happen? That was weird. 
Uh, no one knows what happened. But we do have two numbers, number 31 and 28. <laughs> and we okay. are tied no longer since mm-hmm. the number is 28. Oh! <laughs> Let's go! Let's go! Coming in the clutch. So here's... <laughs> All right, so what I was mad about didn't matter because again i'm i'm my guess was very close to my ranking and i always get weirded out when it happens <laughs> you guessed but it's worked that. out it's worked out in the past but but even if i went lower at 32 it wouldn't matter because it was you were bright on the nose i was so. gonna say um it's funny so when i was driving i almost guess 30 the number the first number that popped in my head and i was like i don't think it is but i kind of wanted to down the vine was 24 R.I.P. to KB just Ooh. got inducted into the Hall of Fame. That's why mm. I almost went with that, and then I was R. like, but "I don't think it's that high. I think it's closer yeah, it to thirty. Off. I was yeah, like, I think it's closer to thirty. Yeah. So then I landed on twenty-eight Man. by the time I got home. So let's go. 17, 16, and ten. So oh. you added Kobe's greatness to your ranking and got like twenty-eight. Yeah, that's what happened. I'm gonna roll with that. And now it's time to roll on <laughs> added to the four. His greatness is four. Kobe's greatness, 20, 24, one of his numbers. Well, he was saying the four. Plus four. Yeah. I, just, I added uh, Brett Favre to Kobe. Time for the comments. No, no, we don't want Brett Favre. We leave weird yeah, no, comments. We Some comments. Go on social media and leave the comments. We got company. You put me in a spot. I had to figure out some type of math to make it 28. <laughs> Um, Big Smeezy on the Discord had this song ranked 37. Breaking my Breaking my Smeezy not to Not to be outdone. PCG Uh-oh. on the Discord had this song ranked 38. I thought he loved emotions. I, I, I'm so he just getting turned down. He just getting That's turned what I told you. I was down. like, don't feel so bad because you're in the majority. Obviously, I was so confused when I saw these rankings. And Sit now down. to the Sit comment down. alluded to earlier from one dedicated oh. listener, <laughs> Yumiel One on Instagram, who is not satisfied enough by being on the show, still dropping a comment. Gentlemen, what can one say about this lovely, cordial song? At least from Burr's perspective. But there went Hammy again, going ham like only he could. For my ranking, Sue Bird wore this number for the past 18 years of her illustrious WNBA career with the Seattle Storm, similar to what's brewing at the end of this song. Thankfully, we already know his number is ten. Because I, I don't remember, I don't remember any numbers. Trying to quiz Joe I was like, on WNBA man. trivia. Just too many numbers. Was, too many players. I was gonna go Mike Bibby, but since I wanted to show love to the, the, yeah, I wanted to show love to the WNBA, which needs more recognition. I believe, Rick. So. I, lo- I would have loved you putting him on the spot though, if you weren't the guest. Of that, does Joe's you know, WNBA knowledge love? I can't actually, even remember Brianna Stewart's number right now. Now I'm thinking about it. It's hilarious. <laughs> I I don't know. I I'm I turned the pop numbers, guys. I can't think of any numbers. What just happened to me? Anyways, <laughs> if you want to leave your comments from hey, your company, you, uh, you could do that at. And you're running out of time, folks. I'd, I'd say it again uh, to make your voice mm-hmm. heard on the podcast. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at who does a pod. You can join our discord where we discuss many things like cake and pie and which is better. Um, everyone knows the right answer. We're not going to talk about it here. We're not going to talk about it here. We're not going to talk about it here. (laughs) Um, uh, you can join our discord is our pinned tweet. Um, Kyle, I believe we have some attire. We have a tire called shirts, which is shirts? also called merch at WDAP.anulo.co. Uh, go find your handboy shirts. Go find your company member's shirts. If you buy a shirt in every available color, you win the handboy challenge. 
That's where Joe will drive to your house and perform the entire 46 song soundtrack. Oh, acapella. <laughs> and we do a duet. Yeah. Me and that person do a duet. Hopefully they have a TikTok. Sure. TikTok it. Um, every song that would we'll, be like we'll pick different characters. Six hundred TikToks, <laughs> like a minute. <laughs> uh, obviously, I don't so know how TikTok TikToks. works. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty dope. Uh, Kyle, it is dope. Where can we find I'm glad you? You volunteered for that. Yes. You know. Oh, big volunteer. We are part. I forgot. We are part of a new low network. I put you on the spot there and then I forgot I the rest of the place. <laughs> we are part of the New Low Network. Go to newlow.co to find the other great shows that we and other people are on. Many different topics. And of course, find that Discord. Come join the company. Come join everyone else chatting it up there. Yes. Um, you can check me out on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorville. You can check out my hip hop album, TV by Headphone Joe. No O, no E. And this week for Asian American Pacific Islander Month, the nominee is Ruthie Ann Miles. Ruthie Ann Miles. Uh, I, I lost it. I've lost where I was going to read. Ah, Miles performed the role of oh, no. Lady Thyanne in the 2015 to 2016 Lincoln Center production of The King and I on Broadway, for which she won the 2015 Tony Award for Best Actress in a Musical. So shout out to you for your achievements in the theater. Well, theater. it's been a long episode. It's been a long show. We are headed towards the back end, folks. Uh, don't forget to. Oh, we're in the back end. We're, we're, in, we're in the home stretch. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Check us out on all the social platforms. Interact with us. We're nice guys, obviously. You've you've heard us. Come on, you've heard us. And I've anything you gotta, now, right? anything you gotta say, Rick? Anything you gotta say? I know you, you don't can have catch like, me plugs, plugs. back on the show next week because <laughs> he's plugging <laughs> the show, folks. Yeah, he, he didn't say a line. Well, my name is Headphone Joe, and I've been here with his right hand man and left. I think you played that whole song. <laughs> yeah, we're halfway done that track. We're halfway done that track. You have been listening to the Anulo Podcast Network. We have four tremendous podcasts on our current roster. If you like the hit Broadway musical Hamilton, then you also might enjoy hearing the Ham Boys rank every song from the Hamilton soundtrack on Who Does a Podcast with hosts Headphone Joe and Kyle Loader. Get your sports talk radio fix with Tears from the Press Box featuring Headphone Joe Dorville and stand-up comedian Brennan Tassif. Curious about how the brain works? Get your neuroscience knowledge with some laughs at Misbehavior Journal Club. This fortnightly science-slash-comedy podcast is where two lady researchers bring you the latest studies on behavior. It stars Amiel Moreno and Leah, a.k.a. Leah, or vice versa, Crevet. Finally, we have a new low. The podcast has started it all. This show features Farzad, Headphone Joe, Kyle Loader, L. Greg, and Scott by Scott. They discuss anything and everything depending on their moods or their level of sobriety at the time. Thank you for supporting the Anulo Network, and feel free to share your favorite episodes with friends and family. Thanks again, and goodbye. <laughs>